This, 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 this is mythical. Nicole, you're all about that Mediterranean food, right? Of course. I actually made the most incredible chicken souvlaki for dinner last night. I made a little salad with tomatoes, cucumbers, onions. I sprinkled some feta on there, and I made a little wrap. It was so, so good. I have so much feta cheese in my fridge at all (laughs) times. Like Mediterranean food, Greek food specifically, is one of Julia's favorites. It's one of my favorite ways to cook and also favorite ways to eat. Now you can taste the Mediterranean at Whole Foods Market. Get those Mediterranean-inspired flavors and save on Parmigiano-Reggiano, charcuterie, and ground lamb. It's a store-wide flavor-packed journey. Go now and save on regionally inspired selections through March 19th. Dude, I love me some Whole Foods ground lamb. I was doing yeah, smash burgers the other day. A little harissa mayo on there. Lamb. Ooh, you can make kefteres. You make locanico. God, I want some lamb. You can find sales on animal welfare certified meat like boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, and more. Yeah, save on seafood too while ordering whole branzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. I got a branzini from there and let me tell you I stuffed it with parsley, garlic, lemon, fresh oregano and it was absolutely Branzini delicious. is plural. It would be one Branzino. Is that true? I'll show myself out. Yeah, it actually is. Oh my gosh, I had no <laughs> idea. I've been calling it Branzini slash Branzino just like willy-nilly. Boom roasted. Just like my fish, huh? <laughs> and their wines from the sun-soaked Mediterranean start at just $8.99. That's $8.99 for some bomb, bomb wine. Sip from the vineyards of Spain, Greece, and Italy. I will, Nicole. Check out 365 by Whole Foods Market and stock up on wallet-happy Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and more. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. McDonald's sells approximately 75 burgers every second, but is that the burger that has us asking for seconds? Let's discuss. This is a hot dog is a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) What? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Scherer. And I'm your host, Nicole Hendizade. And today we're joined by Dame Drops. Dame is an American food critic, YouTube celebrity, and host of his very own Netflix show, Fresh, Fried, and Crispy, which released earlier this month, and I have been thoroughly enjoying. That is an understatement. I uh, I, I binged almost everything in one night, and then my girlfriend's like, now I'm hungry. That's not how she sounds. <laughs> That's how I imitate her. And I was like, welcome to my entire world. Uh, but truly, Dame, it's it's a fantastic Netflix show, and I know, you know, as uh, one YouTube dude talking to another YouTube dude, you're always rooting for the YouTube dude. Uh, I mean, I remember seeing you in the Burger King commercial and being like, that's Dame. He's in it. <laughs> uh, and then now the Netflix show. It's fantastic, man. You are an absolute ray of damn sunshine on that platform. Uh, and we're honored to have you here. Ah, uh, man. It's a pleasure to be here, man. Thank you. Thank you. 100%. 100%. So your, your Netflix show, I mean, it's it's all about fried food. And I know that that has been a big part of, you know, uh, you doing all the fast food reviews in your car. But today we are talking about the best fast food burger, which is especially <laughs> fitting because the first the first episode of your show that I watched was your Five Guys review, which I'm sure a <laughs> lot of people say that. And I mean, I remember not to date myself, but I was in college and my uh, Australian teammate came up to me and he was like, have you seen the Five Guys Burger guy? And I was like, what the hell are you talking oh. about? And uh, we all like watched it in a dorm room and um, was just blown away, man. I mean, you have just always radiated that energy and you're bringing it to Netflix. But today we got business. We're talking about the best fast food burger. <laughs> all right. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, man. I'm, I'm curious. You're you're the vet here. Hit us, hit us with the pick. Hey, look, man, for me, and like I tell individuals all the time, Best fast food burger is Fat Burger, bro. When was the last really? time you had Fat Burger? Yes, yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yes. 
hold up, hold up, hold up. You're 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 a Connecticut guy. Fat Burger, that's yeah. like that's that's our turf. Like you're picking an LA joint yes. for your best of all time. I have to travel to get the best burger, the best <laughs> wow. fast food burger. I have to travel. Yes. Tell me why, man. But break break down the fat burger for me because I I got my own thoughts. I mean, we've probably both eaten fat burger a whole lot, right? I've had fat burger twice. You've only had fat burger. I've twice? only had fat burger twice, and I'm oh, sorry, I've only out. had it twice. You're missing out. I know. Well, now I'm going to go get it. <laughs> was it one of the Magic Johnson fat burgers? N- no, there was a Magic Johnson. Magic fat Johnson burger? owns like a majority of the what? fat burgers in LA, right? Is that a thing? Is that a common knowledge I, that people know? This is a fun fact for me personally. Okay. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was a huge <laughs> thing. Dane, break down break down the fat burger burger and what makes it the best in the game. Let me tell you something. You know me. I mean, you've probably seen a few of the videos. I need that SBA, that soft bun action, right? Like, it has to be mm-hmm, fresh, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't necessarily have to have sesame seeds. It just kind of adds to the consistency when you're going mm-hmm. for that bite, right? Mm-hmm. But let's get right to the beef. Let's just bypass anything else you could put on a burger. If that beef isn't close to the feel that you get when you're biting into a, a Wagyu-type beef, right? Because you know when you're getting that wacky, you know you're getting that high quality. Fat Burger delivers a quality of beef that's been seasoned up just right, right there on the grill. And you could taste it. It makes you feel as if you're at a family cookout. And you're saying, Unc, let me go ahead and get that Supreme Burger. And then Unc whips you up that Supreme Burger. And then you go in <laughs> wow. for that bite. And then the juices are literally attacking your taste buds before they start sliding down outside. I mean, for me, my beard's going to catch it all. But right before they start sliding down the chin piece. The flavor saver. The juices. (laughs) Yes, the flavor saver. But the juices of a fat burger get me excited each and every time. And that cheese, I mean, it's it's processed cheese, right? You can take it, you can leave it. But if you love cheese, that cheese has to wrap, it has to hug the beef. That's exactly what fat burger delivers. The type of cheese that's hugging the beef. You get your onions up off in there for extra flavor. You get a little crazy. You might want the mustard. You might want the ketchup. I don't know. But I have to get my bacon. They don't give me that little faking bacon, that old extra soft bacon that disrespects mm-hmm. a burger. They give me the extra mm-hmm. crisp action. The bacon with rigor mortis. It's stiff. It's on your burger. <laughs> it's crunchy. And it's coming for you each and every time. Damn, Dame. Paint me a poem with your words. <laughs> I'm salivating, so thanks a lot. <laughs> but I mean, no. So you you hit on a lot of points that make Fat Burger really unique. Absolutely. One, it's like... It's so Fat Burger is a regional chain from Los Angeles. Magic Johnson owns like half of them, uh, but they're small enough to where they can still cook everything fresh mm. and not worry. You know what I mean? Like you're in McDonald's, you got thirty thousand locations mm-hmm. across the world. Right. Like, I know they just start. They just started doing the quarter pounders fresh, uh, cooked in stores, which that was a huge thing. But Fat Burger, they're out there. They're they're grilling the greasy burgers from scratch, so you're still getting that juice. They're actually cooking bacon, like you said. They don't yeah. have that like. That you know that Subway bacon. That yes, you see oh, don't we all? The, we know it. <laughs> they open the plastic it and looks it's like, like a wilted rose. <laughs> it wilted. It's like a science project, yeah. like a kid. You know, you do the leaf printings. Yes, you exactly. Close the leaves in a book. That's, that's how they make their damn bacon at Subway. <laughs> so I respect all that about Fat Burger. The thing that I don't like though is their actual flavor profile of the condiments that mm. go on the burger. I'm a condiment mm. guy. I think okay. I agree with you fully about the juicy beef and the bacon, and that is extra special. But for me, the fact that mustard comes by default on their burger, mm. that is not a fast food burger oh. taste profile that I enjoy. I agree with you that it's like a cookout burger. Because you go to the cookout, you got the mustard and the ketchup there. I'm like a vehement anti-mustard guy on burgers, but Ooh. that is personal preference only. So Josh, does that mean you run away from the McDonald's burger? Because you know they have the ketchup and mustard on there as well. I do. I, I don't love McDonald's standard okay. burger. Mm-hmm. However, so being a California guy, Thousand Island, right? The in and out mm-hmm. spread. 
That's what In and Out's not my official answer. I do love In and Out, but I have a feeling Nicole's gonna go In and Out oh, on that one. What makes you say that? <laughs> oh, Nicole, talk to us. Okay, Nicole, fine. Yeah. Okay. Hit us with it. Yeah, you know, it's In and Out, and I'm not gonna lie about it. I'm an In and Out. I'm an In and Out animal style cheeseburger girl. Always have been. Always will be. Not to say that I don't love other fast food burgers and I don't enjoy their fast food burgers. That's just my go-to. I'm a born and bred California Los Angeles girl, and that's just who I am. That burger is a reflection of who I am. Wow. And that's yeah. it. Thank you. That's that's a big part of this. Like when you ask someone what's the best fast food burger, especially people who are all like, you know, yeah. uh, this is a huge part of all of our lives, right? We do a lot of fast food stuff here. Uh-huh. When you ask someone what's the best fast food burger, you're asking them to share like a piece of their identity. That's big right? too. You're like, yes. you know what I mean? So like when you say fat burger, what do you think that signals to other people that, you know, you want them to think about you? I need them to know that I am authentic. See, when I scream fat burger, <laughs> fat burger for me is authenticity. It's locking and sealing yeah. a deal well before I get to fully understand the burger and take it all in, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're dealing with me, we are locking and sealing a deal during communication before you take me all in in a way where you're like, yo, I love this man right here. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> he has a love song about him and food is that universal language. And me, I might not be able to use all the magical words when describing food that folks tend to look for. I can give you an experience that can't nobody else give you, though. Amen. I, you really I, do? <laughs> when you can actually experience food on the next level, that that's something else. Something you, you can't even break that down properly because mm-hmm. to experience food, you have to have a different appreciation for food. Not just something that's textbook. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about something that's reality. You live it every day. I not man, not to just like be a shameless corporate shill here and plug fresh fried and crispy, but I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Shout out Netflix. Uh, but no, no. One of the reasons I love the show so much is that your genuine love of food comes through so hard, right? I remember uh, not to crap on any. Let's call them um, uh, uh, consumables channel. I'm talking about Food Network. You t- you watch so many Food Network people. Channel? You watch so many Food Network people, and they're like what? the unctuousness yes. of the burger was rivulating on the palate, and it's like shut. The hell up. Tell me how this burger tastes in your mouth. Give me something real. And like, I get Mm -hmm. that from you, the genuine love on everything from like, you know, hanging out with Chicken Charlie, who that dude is an amazing game. Josh, he's he's amazing. He really is. He's he's done so much for the game, Mm -hmm. which seems silly to say for the fried Oreo dude. But it's like really true. I mean, I remember how much eating uh, he did a Krispy Kreme jelly donut spicy chicken sandwich. This must have been back in like 2004 (laughs) at the Orange County Fair. And that was like, to me, a thing that changed the entire paradigm of how I thought about food, right? Wow. Because like, it it seems like a crazy stunt food on the surface, but then you actually think about it. You get that spicy, juicy chicken, and it was like really well brined. I mean, Mm -hmm. it tasted like the only thing I can think of is Carl's Jr.'s very heavily peppered chicken. I do love that chicken. I do love it too. And then you get like the sourness of that jam and it just like nice. plays off it mm. together, but it's just so craveable and you're just crushing it with like a funnel cake next to you and you're about to throw up on the tilt the whirl. I mean, to me, that's, that is like a genuine food experience that I will never forget. Hey, Josh, can I just slide some kudos your way? I like to give individuals their flowers while they're still here. <laughs> the way you put that down, the way you hit that symphony of that particular sandwich, I'm going to call it what it is. You made me want it. And you're talking 2004. Yeah, yeah. We're in 2021. You made me want mm-hmm. it right now, today. <laughs> Right. Today. And I mean, that's that's the particular that's yeah. the thing like we're doing on YouTube or hell, even on this podcast. You so know, it's, it's trying to give people like that vicarious experience. Right. You want them mm-hmm. to feel like they're in that car eating a burger with yes. you. And it is yes. such 
a skill that you know doesn't it doesn't come with SAT vocab words, right? It comes no. with the genuine want for other people to have that experience. It's the passion of the food. Yeah, yeah. The passion of the food. That's the sequel to the <laughs> it's passion the of, the of the Christ. You, 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 you know what it is. You can't be afraid of the food. Sometimes you're going to pick something up. You know what's going to make a mess. If you have that taco mm-hmm. that looks like it's an explosion in your hand that's already happened, you know when you take that bite, it's going to get all over if you do not have a bib. There's a lot of individuals that are out there mm-hmm. that are afraid to take that full-on bite. They will go in for a nibble. Me, I'm going mm-hmm. in for the bite so I could break this thing down properly. I can give you the layers of the taco mm-hmm. down to the crunch, right? Mm-hmm. And make you want the taco whether you even want to talk or not. <laughs> it's a good metaphor for life. Don't really nibble is. at life. Yeah. No princess bites No at princess life. bites. No princess bites. We're not doing that. We're not doing that with food. <laughs> food is a whole attitude, right? And it's an attitude mm-hmm. problem okay. if you don't know how to handle it. That's true. That's man. I always... I, I, I have a very particular method of eating hamburgers. Some people think it is derivative of Guy Fieri's uh, hunch, mm-hmm. but I don't think so. To me, it's a purely unique style, and I call it the mouth vacuum. Mm. Where I fully believe, especially if you have a nice juicy burger, think about a fat burger, and you got to sink your teeth in, or like slurping ramen noodles, right? Mm-hmm. That's like a big cultural thing in Japan. <laughs> sure. You got to slurp the noodles. It's how you Absolutely. get all the taste. Right. Yeah, you yeah, got to right. bite into the burger, and you got to mouth vacuum it. You got to go... Because there's going to be some residual condiment action, right? Running off the burgers, the juice. Probably, and yeah. I don't want that to go by the wayside. I don't want it to soak into the bun. I want it in my mouth. So you got to mouth vacuum it. Mouth vacuum. We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? I think it is. Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game, slugger. With the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast, you can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work. Having a blast in traffic. Having a blast while you file your taxes. No, really, we mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice-cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only, so don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 18 plus. Subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com and 61524. Void where prohibited. Josh, what's your burger? I really want to know. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Your can, we, can we go back to In-N-Out? Can we go back to In-N-Out? Sure, real quick? no problem. Dame, Dame had a strong reaction when you said In-N-Out. Why did you have a strong reaction? And I want to know your thoughts. I broke In-N-Out down in comparison to Fat Burger like maybe a couple L.A. trips ago. And I always mm-hmm. said that in and out for me, if you do not go animal style, and though it is made to order, it's just overhyped McDonald's burger to me. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, 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 when I get those flavors, when I take that bite, it's a little bit larger. And again, it's going to be more on the fresher side of life. When dealing with in and out the prices are comparable to that McDonald's, so I can understand why everybody mm-hmm. loves it. Nobody wants to spend yep. 9 to $12 for a burger that you get for 3 or 4 bucks, mm-hmm. right? It exactly. is what it is. However, I'm going in for that four-piece suit of a burger versus the tank top and shorts, which is in and out That's what I'm doing. That, that's what I'm doing. I'm going for that casual bite. And it's, it's, it's a casual bite, but you know it has a lot of flair when you look at it. You know that it has a lot mm-hmm. of spark. You know it's going to get attention when it steps in mm-hmm. the room. That's a fat sure. burger for you. All right? mm-hmm. In and out burger is going to be in the room, but it's going to be sitting in the back corner somewhere playing on his phone. <laughs> Whereas fat burger is going to be on the main stage 
getting the folks hyped and excited about that very first bite. That's fat burger to me. I have to eat fat burgers, what you're trying to say. I'm just saying. Again, I'm it's just been, saying, it's just been maybe it like eight years since I've had fat burgers. <laughs> yeah, they got, a banana, they got a banana milkshake there that I'm uh-huh. obsessed with. Oh I think gosh. if we're talking best best milkshake in the game, fat burgers, banana milkshake, oh I'm God. a huge fan. Uh, In-N-Out for me, In-N-Out is, it's resting on its cultural laurels, right? Mm. Agreed. In-N-Out doesn't, it doesn't need to be better than it is because it's already so popular. They've gotten comfy. They've gotten right. comfy in their spot, and as anyone knows, you get comfy in your spot, someone's going to come up and pass you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, that said, I, I love In-N-Out because it reminds me of, I mean, growing up in California, right? You, you just won an NJB basketball game in seventh grade, and you know, the team mom takes you all through the In-N-Out drive through so it's yeah. a very nostalgic flavor for me, which I really love. But like Dame said, people always compared In-N-Out to Shake Shack, which to me is a terrible comparison. <laughs> I don't get that. Right? It's like no. when people, co- it's it's like, I'm going to do a sports metaphor, and Nicole's going to hate this, but it's like it's when okay, people compare, I don't know, like... Like uh, Bill Russell to like LeBron James. Oh. It's like with all due respect oh. to Bill Russell, oh. fantastic athlete. We now have like science on our side, you know. Right. And LeBron spends two million dollars a year on nutrition and rehab, <laughs> and Bill Russell's like smoking cigars in the locker room, <laughs> stuff like that. So I mean, uh-huh. Shake Shack was founded in I think early two thousands. In and Out was a McDonald's contemporary, right? They yes. started in the freaking 50s in, right. in Baldwin Park, Baldwin Hills, California. Mm-hmm. Baldwin Park, I believe. And yeah. so, I mean, they were making, this is back when humans were smaller and they were just eating eighth pound burger patties, you <laughs> know, mm. the little discs that aren't going to have that snap of the fat burger or like a Shake Shack or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that said, this is a good interlude into my favorite burger. That's coming a little bit later. Started in 1969, Santa Barbara, California. I sw- I'm switching up my choice at the last minute because oh, I was about to say right. the Western Bacon. Fr- I was about to say the Western Bacon from Carl's Jr., but then I was oh. like, I don't, I don't want people to think that I'm choosing a pure national fast food outlet. Mm. So I'm gonna hit you with, I'm gonna hit you, and I believe you've reviewed this before. The Habit. The Habit. Ooh. Oh, the Habit. Wow. Ja- okay, wow. Jay. I see where you're going. I see where you're- the- I-, I forgot all about them. Wow. I'm hitting you with a habit on this. So the Damn. habit founded one, went to school in, at UC Santa Barbara, right next to the original habit that still has the hot dogs and the chili cheese fries wow. before they started franchising. Ooh. But now they're trying to make a nationwide push. And I think they damn well deserve it. Yes. And that is two words that I think is one word. And that's charbroiled. Mm. It is really good. <sighs> so it's one of the few places. So like you go to Carl's Jr. Good. and Burger King. They both do the charbroiler as opposed to the flat top. However, they're so national that you're getting like the preformed beef. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You taste in like the propane chemical agents that OSHA has in the Burger King. <laughs> so it, you know, so if there's a gas leak, they don't all explode in there or whatever. You're tasting the chemicals. When I go to the habit, I taste just that pure wow. fired beef. You get the American cheese on there. They got that thick cut bacon. And then another two words to call avocado. Oh, uh, I have two oh. words for you. I have two words for you. Fast casual. Free ranch dressing. No, no, no. The habit is a fast casual oh, restaurant. It's that's a good fast point. food restaurant. That's a good point. It's a great burger, but you got to stick to the prompt, Josh. You got to stick to the prompt. It is a very good burger, and I agree with you, and I love it. Uh, screw it. I'm going buttery jet. <laughs> buttery jet. Never buttery heard. Jet. Never heard. All I have to say is I love it. It's really, really good. It's one of my All right, break, break, no, it, break it down for me. Break Because I, I reviewed Jack in the Box food before, but I do not recall doing a buttery jet. Jack, okay, so Jack in the Box is about the, uh, to preface this, I think all fast food burgers and all fast food places have their core competencies that they do well, right? Yes. They wouldn't exist. Capitalism would simply not allow them to exist if they all sucked as much as people say they suck, right? Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. That said, Jack in the Box is probably about the lowest level of food I could go. 
Oh, shoot. They're tacos. Jack in the Box tacos. And and, and again, this is a compliment because I said the Buttery Jack is one of my favorite fast food burgers of all time. Maybe my favorite. Maybe. For today's exercise, we will call it my favorite. Okay. But Jack in the Box, like, they're tacos. They're chicken teriyaki bowl. They're chicken fajita pizza. Uh, They they have strayed so far in Mm. their branding from what, like, their intended goal was. I don't even understand why they have that on the menu. I love that the Buttery Jack brought Jack in the Box back from their like original idea, which was to have the they Jack in the Box is the inventor of the ultimate bacon cheeseburger with two kinds of bacon. They got the crappy floppy bacon, but they also got the bacon bits melted right into the cheese. They are the progenitor of the sourdough Jack Nicole. When Burger King came out with the sourdough cheeseburger, that was because of Jack in the Box. He put some respect on the clown's damn name. They're not just the court jester for the Burger King out here. No, no, they're taking swings. And then they had one of the (laughs) biggest failures in fast food history with the food truck inspired menu where they tried to make a banh mi sandwich at the Jack the Box. So Mm. they're the underdogs here, right? Okay. And also they do have some of the the lowest corporate uh, confidence rate from franchisees. Like they're all pissed off at Jack the Box. But to me, the buttery Jack was the first great thing that they did Mm. other than the secret menu item that we had with Jack the Box. But that's, that's a different story. But the buttery Jack, right? They took the artisan bun that looked a bit like a mini challah. It's really pretty. It's a pretty bun. <laughs> she cute. She it cute. looks good in the commercials. <laughs> she cute. I'm sorry. And then they got they got like that wilty lettuce. They got the it's not <laughs> even it's not even it's not even crunchy water. And they got the wilty water. They oh, got the crunchy man. water that lost all the crunch. And that was right. just a little bit of like green water. And then they got those <laughs> tomatoes that are like kind of white. Yeah, you know, the tomatoes like, are not red. They're we're like, Come on, this is man. grown in a lab. <laughs> but then, but then, Dave, the saving and they got like Oddly the most. The Jack in the Box has the most gray hockey puck esque patty in the entire game, mm. where you can physically see the machinery in the factory, the marks that it has left yeah. on the burger. However, when you take all of that and you drown it in butter, my first bite of the buttery Jack, I bit into the wilty water. I bit into that white ring of death on there. But then the <laughs> butter exploded onto my tongue, and I was like, Ooh. yes, salvation is here, and his name is the buttery okay. Jack. I rest my case. I'm not going to lie. I, it's good. It's good. <laughs> it's just one of those burgers, man. You know, It's one of those guilty pleasures. I get it. It's that, it's that moment you had with that burger that will always remind you of what was good. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. A, it's, it just reminds you of what you once had. <laughs> wow. Well, well, you know what? This I, I can promise you guys this much. My next trip out there to the West Coast, I will get the Buttery Jack and do the review. Please, please. I'll make that it. Means I can't a lot wait for to it. Us. Um, I'm curious what, so I mean, you've done a lot of like limited time, you know, item stuff. Mm. Is there any limited time only burger that really stands out for you? Wow. Oh my goodness. I've had so many. I <laughs> know, right? Mm-hmm. They all Jeez. run together. It, 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 they do. They they go hard. Oh, man. You know what it is? For me, hmm. when I have my Wendy's Baconator with the, with the pretzel bun, right? Mm-hmm. Because the, the Wendy's and my Burger King out here, they, they know me well. So they always kind of overload my bacon situation on That's, any of my wow. burgers. But when it comes That's to celebrity. Bacon, That's celebrity. Nah, not at all, man. Not, not at all. That's just that's a whole power. lot of YouTube. That's That's a whole lot of YouTube over past But That's amazing. I wish I had that kind of power at my local Burger King slash Wendy's. <laughs> I will always say this. When it comes to bacon for a QSR, quick service restaurant, I always say Wendy's comes first because they have mm-hmm. the type Wendy's of bacon, bacon that has a very different level of crispiness to it. And it, it doesn't matter if you go there in the morning if you go there for lunch, if you go there for dinner, it's always the same. Sometimes other locations are hit or miss based on the time you get there. 
Wendy's bacon mm-hmm. is so sincere, so serious, and they have that crisscross that goes on my mm-hmm. actual baconator itself with the pretzel bun. Though. That's, that's my thing, right? Hit mm-hmm. that with a little bit of barbecue sauce all right, and a little bit of mayo on the bottom bun because I always flip it for flavor. You put your pinky up, you give it a little, yep. little, little bit of high class. <laughs> you flip a burger upside down. And then when you go take that bite, Josh, as you know, your condiment game has to be strong. You are getting mm-hmm. all those flavors rushing in at once and the pretzel bun flavor. And I mean, that little combination is perfect alongside of the Wendy's bacon. That's a one in the fast food game. Yeah. Wendy's has the best bacon. Agreed. Yes. I agree. 100%. Well, they like started. Uh, so I, I'm like obsessed with the history of fast food and the way that these brands have all tried to like outdo each other mm-hmm. and find their own niche. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like at some point, Wendy's was like, screw it. We're the chicken sandwich place. They had a robust chicken sandwich menu. Like when I was growing mm-hmm. up, they had the mm-hmm. Dave's, you know, the quarter pound, the double, sure. the triple, but they weren't doing anything special in the burger game, but they had these like Asiago ranch chicken club sandwiches, whatever. Mm. But then the Baconator came out and Wendy's was like, yo, screw it. Chick-fil-A, they're expanding nationally. They got the chicken game on lock. We're going to be the bacon place now. And they did it. And they they're sure freaking did. good. It's amazing. But now they're like dead last in the chicken sandwich wars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let them stay there. I know. They didn't even try. They, they did didn't. not even try. Nope. They didn't. But you know what? They, they sat that they set out. You give them an E for effort because they sure enough took to Twitter <laughs> to talk all the junk in the world. But that's what but that's what the Wendy's Twitter account does, right? It's yeah, yeah. it's gonna jab at everybody moving that's yeah. out there. However, they couldn't stand the test of time when it came to the chicken sandwich because mm-hmm. when Popeyes came out swinging, nobody was touching them, although they all yeah. tried one after the other. Mm-hmm. They stood in line, sure that chicken sandwich line, and they were rejected at the door every single time. <laughs> it's wild how, like, hearing the story. So, I mean, I, I know you, you just reviewed Burger King. Mm-hmm. They screwed up our Burger King Chick King order, which I'm mad oh. about. But when do they not? That's <laughs> uh, fair. We don't, we don't, we don't work near a great Burger King. You know, you got like, there's like the A team Burger Kings, yes. where it's like right. they're the ones going to the con- going to the conventions trying to recruit. No, we we live near like a D team Burger King, <laughs> oh, uh, which is cool. They're all trying their hardest, but you know they just can't really get it right sometimes. Yeah, they try their um, best. Yeah, they try their best. Whatever their best. I've is. never complained. I will never complain. No. I'll gladly pay for my order. No, me too. Um, but anyways, uh, I, I was pretty impressed with Burger King. I think they got a good shot. Uh, KFC, they tried to clone the Popeyes chicken sandwich and just took a swing and a miss. Right. Uh, you know, I haven't I haven't had churches out there. Um, Churches. I've never had the chicken sandwich from Churches. Because Church, Churches did a redesign of the chicken sandwich. Tenders? Carl's Jr.'s did a redesign. Carl's mm-hmm. Jr. missed. McDonald's yeah. How about, how about Zaxby's? I, I haven't had Zaxby's, but I heard they were trying. Never, ever had Zaxby's Haven't either. No, they're, yeah, they're, okay. they're down south. That's the thing. We miss a lot of these regional spots. Yeah. Can I talk about a, a, play, a regional spot that I really dislike? Sure. Mm. A, and this is... I've had it now like six times because I've been to Austin, Texas six times. Oh my gosh. And you all know where this is going. You know, you know, you're it to Whataburger? I'm taking it to Whataburger. Whataburger Ooh. is, okay, okay, with, with all due respect, I've only been there like past 3 a.m. Um, but, <laughs> but, but, in my defense, that's typically when fast food tastes the best. Oh, okay. Uh, but, uh, no, I've never had anything that I thought was remotely good at all from Whataburger, including, wow. I mean, people talk about, they're like, no, 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 the problem is you got the thick patty Texas toast bacon gouda melt. What you got to get is the chicken honey butter biscuit. Mm. And I uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, it could be circumstances of my state of mind at the time, but I took a bite and I almost gagged. I almost oh, gagged at the text. I know, this, which is crazy. I have the strongest stomach in the world, but the texture of that honey butter it was like Vaseline. Oh, and it had no. such Come an on, intense. No. Come on. I can my heart here. You try, you, I mean, oh. someone else tell me tell me I'm wrong on I've this. I've never but, had Whataburger. Oh my god. It was like okay, so you go to KFC. Uh 
KFC's honey sauce that they give you yeah. is seven mm-hmm. percent honey, I believe, Correct. and they dis- they disclose it on the packet. Where it says seven percent real honey, the rest is corn syrup. The Whataburger honey butter sauce is like two percent tops mm. honey, and definitely no butter. That's like palm Oy kernel vey. oil and just like shellac. Uh, oh, I've never had man. anything good from Whataburger, and I, I want to see what others are seeing. I don't know. I've never been to Whataburger. I can't help you. I can't help you reach salvation. I, I'm a, for, for my my trip to Whataburger, it was a, it was definitely a late night. Um, mm. I just went, I just went basic. I didn't, I didn't even get crazy with it. it. It was a you know bacon cheeseburger, and it was it was just okay. It wasn't anything that I wanted mm. to tell anybody about that was out there with me. Like there was no conversation to be had. Yeah, mm. I think I did one review of Whataburger. And I was just like, all right, well, if I never have the experience again, it's not, mm. the, the, you know, the end of life for me. I'm, I'm good. I'm okay. Yeah. There's there's so many of these regional spots that people, like, absolutely insist on. I mean, In-N-Out is probably the, the prime example of mm. it. But Whataburger. But, I mean, you even get into, I was visiting a buddy in Oklahoma. We went to a place called Brahms mm. that mm. I could not even remember the name of last time I tried to bring it up. But he was like, man, Brahms is the best. They got, like, the best ice cream and they do the shakes fresh. And then I got it and I was like... Ah, so like most fast food burgers just kind of taste the same. Like if you break it down, unless you're doing something special, these places are all within that like 90th percentile of all tasting the same. That's why I love when places do things different. How do you guys feel about spicy burgers? This is always one thing that I've always asked people. Like, do you guys like spicy on your burger? Because I don't always love spicy on my burger. Mm -hmm, I feel like mm -hmm. whenever there's the addition of any sort of like jalapeno or like sriracha or anything Mm. like that, it kind of takes away from the beautiful, harmonious burger experience. Some people so, are really into it, though. So for me, right, if by chance it's like a spicy sauce and a mild mm-hmm. spicy sauce, it could be a nice mouthfeel flavor addition for the burger itself. But when you lather a burger with, okay, now you have the sauce, mm-hmm. you have the jalapenos in there, you got some chili peppers, they they, they found some demon pepper they want to talk. Like, and then they <laughs> yeah, in the beef. Exactly. it gets a little ridiculous and you take away from the whole entire meal at that point, you're only going in for effect. You're going in for that shock value. It is not to enjoy the burger anymore. It's more for, okay, how much pain can you take? I'd like to issue a <laughs> counterpoint to all that. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree with you all. One, I think it's funny when fast food restaurants, Wendy's did this a couple years ago, where they're like, ghost pepper fries. And then Taco Bell did the same with their like rattlesnake fries that mm-hmm. has, you know, supposedly scorpion chili in it. But the problem is you can't add enough ghost pepper or scorpion to a fast food audience to actually make it really spicy. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're you're just going for the shock effect. Like you said, you're going there for mm-hmm. the branding. However, one of my favorite burgers of all time is the Carl's Jr. El Diablo Thick oh. Burger. <laughs> it had the jalapeno poppers on the burger. <gasps> oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm trying to think that I do that one. I don't even. I don't know if it went nationwide. Okay, so it, maybe this will jog your memory. It came out alongside, at least in California, a burger that I think is the worst burger of all time <laughs> that had Lay's potato chips and a sliced hot dog on it. Oh come what? on, bro! It was called <laughs> the most American thick burger from Carl's Jr. The commercial was incredibly offensive. Gross. And uh, and it had a hot dog, and the hot dog that I got was like cold, and the hot dog water soaked oh, into the chips. Come on, man! And it Stop made the right chips there, young on, man. Bro. Stop right there. Come on, bro. I almost love love bad fast food burgers as much as I love good ones because to me it's like it's like a moment in time right we're never gonna have that most American thick burger ever again we're never gonna have they had this weird like it's supposed to be like a pro-immigration commercial but it was still like naked chicks playing volleyball and it was like brought to you by Carl's Jr. and I'm like what type of political moment are you trying to (laughs) capture right here this is bizarre 
but it so came out with the El Diablo Thick Burger. Here we go. I'm, I'm reading it right now. Cheesy jalapeno poppers, sliced jalapenos, pepper jack cheese, bacon, and a fiery habanero sauce. And it 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 almost was you, it good. You didn't even know that there was a beef patty in there. It was oh, just man. a mush of spice and cream and crunch. And I kind I loved it. I loved it. I, I loved it so that. much. For me, that burger. <laughs> did you ever have the uh, the Jack in the Box burger with the <laughs> grilled cheese sourdough sandwiches <laughs> as the buns? Did you ever indulge yourself on the that? Munchie Meal? It's the mm. Munchie Meal Grilled Cheese Cheeseburger. That was crazy. No, no. Uh, one day I was I was driving home because I lived in Marina Del Rey, but all my friends were like in uh, like Mid City. I lived in Marina Del Rey. And I was so making fun of me. And then I was, you know, I was just like, you know what? It's like two o'clock in the morning and I'm driving and I don't want to be here. I'm going to get damn burger. And then I did it and it was the best thing I ever ate. Yeah. But I will never, ever, ever eat it again. It was one of those experiences <laughs> where I'm just like, this is just a one-time thing for me. I'm uh-huh. never going to do this again. That was like so screwed up, but so good at the yeah. same time. Let you it exist I mean? as a single beautiful moment in time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Marina Del Rey God. girl. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, let me ask you. The the What's lazy that? the laziest fast food burger you've ever had. Where you knew where you knew they didn't put any thought into it whatsoever. They just threw it together and they just threw it against the wall to see if it stick. All right, so... There's one I, I have not been yet because the closest Sonic is like 30 miles away. But I really want to try it because I have a feeling this will be the laziest fast food burger. It's their new bacon jam burger. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? No. So Sonic, they they got this new bacon jam cheeseburger and like it's three ingredients. It's bacon bacon jam, which you know a fast food restaurant, anytime they're calling something a jam, that's more like a goo. Yeah. Right. So there's just going to be this like brown goo on top of Ugh. a burger with cheese. I don't want to try that, but it, it reminds me of when McDonald's came out with the uh, the CBO, the cheese, beef, and onion. Yes. Cheddar, cheddar, beef, and onion. Cheddar, beef, and onion. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which to me, that was like the epitome. There was a gray goo, a slice of white cheese on the thin burger disc. And to uh. me, that is the laziest burger. Like I'm imagining an employee just like squirting a little tub of like little uh, onion goo on there. Bro, I'm what's yours you know, though? I, I love I love I love my people at Burger King. I do. When they had the French fry burger on the dollar menu, I, I did that review. It was it was so bad. <laughs> I threw it away in the trash in the video. That, that's that's how bad it was. <laughs> Because I already had an issue with their fries to begin with. And, of course, they found, I guess, their throwaway patties to use for this French fry burger. It wasn't even (laughs) even the regular ones. It was was some throwaways. We had extra. Let's toss them out there with these water fries. That's what I was calling them. That's what it was like. And, uh, yeah, man. And and they just found whatever extra excess bun they could. They didn't even bother toasting (laughs) it. That's how real it was. They, They didn't bother toasting it. And they just go ahead and shot that out to the public. I tore him apart for that one. That, that was the laziest burger I've had. And some executive got paid a six-figure bonus for going, yes. hey, yo, we should do a French fry burger. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was rough. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, Dave, you got any closing arguments for your best burger? I, I love what you said about Fat Burger, man, especially as like, a native Californian, man. I, I love someone plugging plug our spots. And I got you've inspired me to go there. Same. <laughs> Look, man, again, for me, it's always about the experience. It's about you know getting there. Mm-hmm. Presentation is always nice, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. It's all going to go on the inside. I'm not going to be sitting there looking at a burger all day long, right? So I need the flavors. I need to know when mm-hmm. I take that bite and that it was really made at that moment. It wasn't something that was mm. shipped and frozen. Yeah. I love that about Fat Burger. I love the fact that they said they don't ever plan on expanding because it's not about mm-hmm. shipping you know, meat from miles away. It's about, hey, listen, we're right here. 
we're, we're within the community. If you want us, you have to come to us. So every time I want a fat burger, I have to take that flight. But I know when I get off that plane and I know when I take that that drive over to the local fat burger near the airport, I'm going to be excited because I'm going to have a moment with a whole lot of flavors in an extremely thick burger. You can get as crazy as you want. Go double XL, triple XL, quad XL. Just get wild with it. And if you want the Red Ring of Death and the Crunchy Water, knock yourself out. <laughs> I don't need it. I'll just replace that with more beef, with more cheese, with more bacon, with more onions. And even though, Josh, I know you don't care about the mustard. I love my mustard. Slap that mustard up on there, right? Get my, mm-hmm. get my ketchup on, up on there because I need all yeah. of that connecting together. Because I want my taste buds to explode and then I want them to cry at the same time because they feel <laughs> the joy, the pain. And the love that has gone into this burger of perfection. Got them all jacked up on fat burgers. Yeah, let's Someone... get fat burger for lunch. Honestly, <laughs> I ain't got anything to do after this. We're yeah, doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. And that's, I mean, that's the biggest endorsement of them all, man. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, Nicole and Dame, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling around there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call Opinions Opinions Are Are Like Casseroles. All right, Nicole, uh, we got some we got a little bit of housekeeping to do before we, we do. actually get into into the opinion. So we are taking a three week break, you know, kind of like a house cool. Stella got her groove back sort oh of situation. We're going to, you know, go to where'd she go? Like Bahamas? Can't go. I don't remember. I've never actually seen it. I've heard it's good. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't remember the details of it. Uh, anyways, <laughs> point is, uh, we are not going to publish any new episodes for three weeks. We're going to take uh, a little break time mm-hmm. to reset, but we're going to come back at you with uh, plenty more um, bordering on incoherent uh, food debate topics. And we're excited for that. Very excited. Very excited. Very excited. All right, Nicole, you want to jump into it? Sure. I'll take this one. At Two Death Fox says, pineapple and feta on pizza is the best pizza topping combo. How do you feel about that, Dane? <laughs> for me, I've, I've had pineapple pizza before. I wasn't like 100% excited about it. It does change mm-hmm. that flavor profile of a pie itself. Like if that sauce is extremely good and, and that cheese is just right, you know, you, you got it nice and melted, you're getting all the flavor and I'm only going in for the crust. I'm just like the pineapples, I'll just push to the side. The feta is a win. Because it already comes mm. with its great flavor. So I can definitely go that given direction. But I never tried it myself personally. And I'm open to anything at least just once. So I think I'm going to go ahead and try it. And then uh, I'm going to revisit this question. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many people have actually tried this. This sounds delicious. This sounds right up my alley. Like that salty feta mm. bite with that beautiful, sweet, juicy pineapple just on the on a beautiful base of pizza. Makes a lot of sense to me. It is missing red pepper flakes. Mm. Yeah, you need That's the spice. You, you need the spice to go with the sweet. It's missing the Which is why I love like pineapple and jalapeno, some sort of spicy cured yep, meat yep. on a pizza. To me, it's really great. I have more of a problem with the feta on this. I knew you would. <laughs> I knew you would. Okay, one, I, I don't milk? like, uh, I've had so many like watermelon and feta and mint salads, yeah. and I do not like that combination. There's something about uh, the graininess of the feta with the wateriness of the pine- or of, of the watermelon that doesn't jibe with me. However, I also don't like cooked feta. 
Because when you cook mm. feta, it like loses that moisture, it loses the beautiful texture, mm-hmm. it gets grainy and chewy. I don't cook feta on it. Keep keep your feta off my delicious plain pineapple pizza. Mm. <laughs> <I see. laughs> All right, next up we got at Caradena. <laughs> Bananas and sour cream with a little sugar is an awesome snack. Oh. Banana, sour cream, and sugar. Oh, okay. You know what that's uh <laughs> wow. Is is that like that late night get right? When you're feeling a certain kind of way, you, you, you're feeling extra wavy and you're like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and get a little crazy because the banana by itself, all right, great. Getting your potassium in there, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, it, it, it's a win. But you toss some sour cream on there and that that, that flavor alone, I don't know. It's, it's sort of like I've been watching individuals with the whole entire watermelon and mustard. Uh, again, you can have some <laughs> oh crazy combinations that, that are out there. That that's truly mm. one of them. And, and what else did they add to the the sour cream and banana? Wasn't there one more ingredient there? Sugar, sugar, and sugar. sugar. Okay, so, spr- the, so that sweetness, man. Yeah, that that sweetness right there. Sweetness with a little bit of sour. And then, wow. And I guess you can get that that savory in there somewhere, but it's it's just highly deep rooted, and it would throw me off. Mm. But you know, <laughs> and I said I try everything once. I lied. I'm going to hit you with an even grosser counter to that, that I was introduced by, I dated a girl whose family came from Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky, and her dad literally worked for KFC corporate. Uh, that's why they lived in Louisville, Kentucky. And her mom introduced me to bananas with mayonnaise and peanuts. Oh, oh boy. get out of here. And, oh, boy. and that's worse it, than this. It that's is a Southern delicacy and it is oh. delicious. <laughs> I, it's it's the saltiness and the acidity of the mayonnaise, the crunchy peanuts, and the sweet banana that I did not know that about myself until I ate that, and then oh. it changed my life. And so, you know, what kind I'm, of mayo? What? What kind of mayo? I imagine if you're from the south, you'd use Dukes, but okay. I mean, she probably yeah. used like like low fat Trader Joe's because she was California. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone has that. Everyone has that thing. Everyone has that yeah. that weird thing. Yeah, yes, I get that. Maya, uh, I grew up in a household where my dad loves sour cream, and he makes little sandwiches with bread, sour cream, jam, and sugar. Oh. So mm. this is very familiar. But the banana, the texture of the banana, makes absolutely no sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, if it was like a raspberry or a strawberry, <laughs> that <laughs> makes more sense. Okay. The banana throws me off more. Yes, than yes, interesting, interesting, I agree. Interesting. I agree. Okay. Yo Adrian, oh, Yo Adrian says spinach and kale and soup <laughs> is the worst soggy, slimy, leafy business. It can GTFO. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't really. Ca- I hate this whole trend of like rustic soups with like kale and like you mm. dip your bread in it. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that. I don't understand that, and it doesn't. It doesn't speak to my soul. Yeah. I mean, uh. In my culture, I'm Persian, Dame, if you couldn't tell. Um, We make a lot of stews and we do a lot of green stews. Mm -hmm. And you got to cook it down to the point that it's like obliterated. You Mm -hmm. need to fry it first and then cook it down in the stew for hours and hours and hours. Spinach and kale can't do that. Yeah, It just can't break down enough to give you a beautiful soupy texture and... It just doesn't work for me. No, they mix the salads with the soups. It doesn't make sense. Keep the salad separate from the soups. Mm, I right. wish I was that girl that liked the rustic soups. I can't. I can't. Yeah, no, get, don't, don't get me on those Pinterest soups. Dan, we know how you feel about lettuce. How you feel about kale and spinach? Well, kale, hey, yeah, we just kind of run in opposite direction. Spinach, though. <laughs> I, I, moms raised me pretty heavy uh, on spinach, and I never really had a problem mm-hmm. with it because it was like I went from spinach straight on over to collard greens, and I was still happy at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just a great, nice chew to it. I had a little bit of saltiness going on. She would always toss in a little bit of that pork fat 
just for a little extra flavor. Mm-hmm. And that was her way to get me to eat my greens, right? Get my little veggies in me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the spinach is a win. The kale, I could definitely live alone. I, I never liked it. I tried it a few different occasions just to have it kind of mm-hmm. different ways. And each and every time I was like, I'm all set here. Because it, is, it was just too bitter for me. It just it just never worked. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It never worked for yeah, me. Yeah, it's got that really like, dark, that dark green bitterness. Dark, yeah. You know? Can't yeah, enjoy yeah. it in a it's, it's different from like, you, you eat something like a mustard green, a collard green, a turnip mm. green. It's got this like, it's a little bitter, but it's got that bright pepperiness. It's a nice bitter. Whereas kale, yeah. is just, it's got that, it's You have to dark. massage it. You have to massage yeah. the kale. You got to break up oh, the There's cellulose. no amount of massaging that can get. No, I, that's I, I massage. massage kale for days. <laughs> if you have to massage your food, it's not worth it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to get into it with you. Uh, oh, here we go. All right. We, we covered this on the podcast, but damn, I want your opinion on this. We got right. at Lil Raccoon123, bagel bites are better than pizza rolls. <gasps> oh, oh, yes, yes. And I'm uh, I'm going with the bagel bites. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm definitely going with bagel bites because you just get more of that, that extreme bite, that thickness to it. And mm-hmm. I, me personally, I, I love a mean bagel bite. And then it always has a nice little, uh, what I like to call the, the ghetto cheese. You know, not getting any strong <laughs> mozzarella on this, but you're just going to get enough. So you can actually trick yourself into thinking, oh, I'm, I'm taking down a pizza right now. A little small, a quick popper. You could be watching your favorite movie. It really doesn't make a difference playing your favorite video game. Those bagel bites are going to disappear in seconds. Mm-hmm. In seconds. Pizza mm-hmm. roll is just not enough. Right? It's yeah. just, it's just, it, it's, every it's pizza small, roll leaves you wanting. Wanting so every much Every pizza more. roll you eat. <laughs> so much more. And then you have an attitude. Bagel bites, you don't get an attitude after you take them down. You're looking for more. That pizza roll, you're already mad after the first bite. <laughs> you're upset. My favorite thing about bagel I bites is that they can't legally use the term mozzarella cheese. So, right. like, literally, like like you said about the cheese, like, it is literally so processed that they can't <laughs> even call it. It's literally called, like, imitation mozzarella product. <laughs> and I've nev- I have never seen I'm, like, obsessed with food labels. I have never seen that one on any product. But that said, I agree. I think they're delicious. I love you talk about flipping the burger to get different parts hitting mm-hmm. the palate. To me that's the biggest difference. Bagel bite, you get you get the cheese, you get the sauce, hitting the palate first. That's important to me. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I like both. <laughs> I used to be at pizza rolls only, but I like both now. I'm okay. a big fan of both. I feel like we bullied you into liking both. Yeah, it's sorry. fine. It's fine. Straight, you know, there, there's some elevation that happened. I think I'm here. not used to. <laughs> <laughs> Humans are featherless. Bip says microwave bread is better than toasted sometimes. Ooh. How do you feel about that one? Uh, toasted for me. I, I've had microwave mm-hmm. bread. You know, I, I, I've had what I call struggle bread, right? And then mm-hmm. definitely it's a situation where you're going to try something. I remember tossing some butter on bread, tossed it into the microwave, and I. Uh, definitely changes the consistency of it for me. For I just I just love the crunch on toast. No matter what you put on mm-hmm. it, whether it's regular jelly, whether you have jam, whether you have some kind of preservative upon there. I mean, it, the flavor hits different, and you get that mm-hmm. crunch, 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 crunch every single time. I can't okay. do that with something that's microwave. I'm not going to get a crunch. It's just going to be soft. It's going to be mush. It's going to be balled up, and I'm just like, ugh. No, I'm not happy here. But with toast, I am happy they lightly toasted or damn near mm-hmm. burnt. I'm happy either direction. I feel that. Nicole, tell this man what you do with uh, American cheese bread in a microwave. Okay, so sometimes <laughs> I like to take American cheese and uh, Wonder Bread and I like to put it in the microwave for nine seconds and then I fold it up and then I put hot sauce on it and then I eat it. That's what I do and I'm Word. proud of myself. She went to culinary school, by the way. But I okay, still okay. love but I still love toast. I love toast. But something about that that mush, that cheesy white mush. I I with, with, a little bit of, with a little bit of hot sauce. A little bit of hot sauce. It's like my comfort. It's like a ravioli me, you know? at that point. Okay. I'm making ravioli. I'm making microwave ravioli, <laughs> making microwave. everybody. Okay. okay, we can respect it. 
I went through a weird phase of my life where I stopped toasting my burger buns and instead I'd wrap, wrap them in a wet paper towel for and microwave them for eight seconds. Oh, goodness. Because oh. I, and then I, I, I've since seen the light and we, we did this test where we tried to figure out like scientifically the best way to make a burger and we, you know, tested side by side like one flip versus multiple flips, different cuts of beef, all that. Mm. And then we tried toasted versus untoasted bun next to each other toasted bun crushes oh, crushes on toasted yeah. bun mm-hmm. sure. but that said I still do like the idea of just pure soft pillowy bread sometimes like a White Castle slider right Ooh. a White Ooh. Castle slider there's no toast on that but it's it's no. satisfying in its own way because it's like a dumpling yeah, it eats it like a that, soup like, dumpling has that domed like yeah. top yeah. Yeah. a little pillow yeah, it, melts, it melts in your mouth just kind of melts in your mouth mm-hmm. you know you have your mm-hmm. your onions that are up off in there again for that, that flavor that little bit of pop and it's mm-hmm. just so tiny and whether you go with a regular hamburger or a cheeseburger, it doesn't matter because the moment you're holding it, you, it, it really starts to bend. You get to see a bend yeah. when your thumb is. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. the butt of the bread's gonna start bending and holding over until you take that bite and you're like, okay, this this is White Castle, right? Keep a bathroom nearby though. Uh, I'll never forget the first time I went to White Castle proper. <laughs> uh, it was in, in Cleveland. It was a hybrid church's chicken White Castle. Wow. And I felt like, yeah, that was, it was on a road trip too. We were going to Pittsburgh and I was like, this road trip, it's gonna need a lot of stops. Like we gotta the one where you gotta pick out the nice gas stations because you're like, mm. I might be here for a while. You uh, know? You gotta find the good <laughs> ones with the outdoor <laughs> bathrooms so no one's gonna bother you. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh here we go. Okay, we got at Mackenzie Beach underscore <laughs> peanut butter on breakfast sandwiches is the only way to go. Egg, bacon, cheese, peanut butter. Yo, I, I wanna be nasty here, but I wanna try that, B. I like, I love peanut butter I, to begin with. But I can imagine, because I like my bacon, egg, and cheese on croissant, right? There's something mm-hmm. about that flakiness right there, the butter on the croissant, toasted up lightly, nothing too crazy. But my, my eggs have to be fried hard. I don't like a runny egg. I don't need that sunny side mm-hmm. of action. American cheese, and again, my bacon extra crisp. But to 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 hit that knife with some peanut butter and put it right on top of the croissant, that, that sounds a little freaky. Yeah, I'm, I'm all oh, for it. Oh, it's real freaky. Yeah, I'm all for it's it. Real freaky. I, I, I love that, man. Yeah. You can't see this, but Dame like shifted his stance. He shifted I did, his I did, you notice stance. That? <laughs> the, he was like, the shoulder drop. They're like, what's up, girl's stance? This sounds good with a schmear of grape jelly for me more so than peanut butter. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. a nice mm-hmm. schmear of grape jelly. But I can't do the peanut butter. It gobs up yeah. the bacon and cheese. I can't do it. Oh, you know where I like mustard? <laughs> Yellow mustard? <laughs> is with grape jelly on a breakfast sandwich. Oh, like Scrapple. Like Scrapple. Dude, like that's scrapple. where it comes from. Damn, yeah. you ever had Scrapple? No, I have not. Please bre- break that down for me. All right, yo, this is going to be a little bit less poetic. So it's an Amish delicacy uh, from <laughs> from Pennsylvania. They essentially grind down all the uh, internal organs of the animal that they would otherwise Ooh. throw away. So think about like spam, except mm-hmm. minus all of the good things about spam. <laughs> and then they add cornmeal and oats to it to solidify it. And then they like deep fry it till it's really crispy and all those like fatty organ meats are kind of leaking out. Right. I'm not selling it too hard. However, <laughs> all my family is from like Mennonite country in Pennsylvania. And I I had at the Reading Terminal Market in Philadelphia a scrapple breakfast sandwich, and it was just this like unidentifiable fried disc that tasted reminiscent of pork in the sense of wow. like if you got the best cooked meal during the Great Depression, you know, where you're like, look, I understand this is depression food, but like right. you're really good at doing what you do. Mm-hmm. That's what scrapple was to me. And so it was a really beautiful moment. And they put grape jelly and they put mustard on it with cheese and an egg. And to me, it was beautiful. Did I sell you on it? <laughs> no, not really, but. <laughs> I, I, I can see with the addition of the jelly on that, mm-hmm. how it could uh, it, it can help mask whatever flavor that you yeah, actually yeah. get from the scrapple mask. itself. So it's mm-hmm. not as bad. Like it, it almost sounds rather enjoyable because you still don't get the sweetness from the jelly, right? 
you still gonna yeah. get that, that that nice flair that you're looking for, and it almost mm-hmm. shifts the meal a little bit. Like that's what still excites me. If I go to a steakhouse and have a steak and forget that it's a steak just because that flavor, you're just getting so much butter on that, mm-hmm. or maybe it's a little bit mm-hmm. of garlic because of the topping that you chose, but it just kind of changes the meal just a little bit. I get excited about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. I and like not to just just tie this back into poetic crap about fast food, but that's one of the cool things about all these fast food places doing different burgers. I mentioned like ninety percent of them are really really similar, but then you mm-hmm. notice the nuances. And when you eat sure. as many burgers as all of us have in our lives, you you, you notice the things. You know what I mean? You notice right. that someone's grilling the bacon up fresh. You notice the charbroiled yeah. flavor. You notice uh, the cut of lettuce or where they you know put it on the burger that really gives it a difference. Mm-hmm. It is exactly. like the universal palette from which all Americans paint. Ooh, I like that, Josh. I took one-hour history class. I got like a, I got like C plus. <laughs> Pretty proud of that, though. <laughs> all right, on that note, thank you so much for listening to a hot dog sandwich, and thank you so much to Dame Drops for being our amazing guest. Dame, tell the people where they can find you. Hey, listen, man, on Instagram, it's at official Dame Drops. Of course, on YouTube, Dame Drops. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, the biggest and best thing that's going on right now on Netflix is fresh fried and crispy with your main man Dame Drops showing a lot of love to the local mom and pops out there letting them shine we dealt with a whole entire pandemic we lost a lot of great food that was out there in different cities man and we're just trying to bring the attention back as you guys make your way out there into the world man be sure to support support the local businesses and be sure to watch fresh fried and crispy right on netflix yeah 100 percent. Can't, can't endorse fresh fried and crispy enough uh also if you generally want to support uh youtubers making the jump to other platforms i mean uh dame's dame's an og been watching him for forever and couldn't root for a better dude and Dude, Mazel Tov so much on the success, man. <laughs> uh, truly, it's awesome to see. Thank you both. Absolutely. Oh, oh shit, are we supposed to say something too? Yeah, like, we got uh, it. Oh, we yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I we have a podcast to plug. And if you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions Are Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at Mythical Chef or Hendizada with the hashtag Opinion Casserole. And of course, if you want to share pics of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen. We'll see you all next time. Let's go get a burger. Fat burger. Let's go get fat burger. I'm like burger, sweating. Boo. I'm so hungry. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.